Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcast. Merrill Reese, we are another day closer to the Big Eagles game Sunday at the Dallas Cowboys, 425 in Arlington, Texas. Yesterday, Doug Peterson gave an update on injuries. The Eagles' first injury report of the week came out after practice. What, what are, what's the latest with the Eagles' injury situation? Well, uh, specifically, Darius Slay has been cleared. So he's back at practice, and he will be playing Sunday in Dallas or in Arlington, Texas, as the case may be. Uh, the other ones that were significant, uh, Josh Sweat has a wrist injury, and Doug said he will be out uh, probably a couple of weeks. Well, a couple of weeks, unless this team makes the playoffs, means that his season is over. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and other than that, I don't think there was a whole lot. And Merrill Cameron Johnston is in concussion protocol still. Uh, he did not practice yesterday. What did Doug Peterson say about what the Eagles will do at the punter situation if Cam, unfortunately, is not able to play Sunday in Arlington? Well, he said they have a plan, so I I would imagine that unless somebody is added to the roster uh, today or tomorrow, uh, it's Jake Elliott, and and that's fine because Jake Elliott, as I as I've mentioned before, is a very talented athlete. He can punt. He's not going to hit to fifty five yards like Cameron Johnson, but he's going to give you a forty four yarder with hang time. So he's uh, he's solid. The the question I think more is about the holder yeah. and the exchange from Rick Lovato. They've worked on that before. Uh, last week in the game, they had Zach Ertz out there and inexplicably Rick Lovato, who has never missed a snap, uh, rolled it back to him and he was unable to get it down. So uh, we'll see. They'll work on that in practice, but uh, Zach Ertz is certainly capable of catching the ball, spinning it in the proper position and putting it down. And you, and you have to assume that since they're a little bit more prepared than they are in the moment in the heat of the game of a player like Cam Johnston getting injured, that they'll have more practice time with that this week in the event that Cam is unfortunately unable to play Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Merrill, uh, Jalen Hurts held his weekly Zoom conference yesterday as well. He was asked about a variety of different things. The first thing that I'm going to start with is my favorite quote from the press conference. He was asked about all, all the noise and the reports that have been happening with the Eagles QB situation in recent days. What did Jalen Hurts say about how he handles those rumors and rumblings? Well, he, uh, he used an expression that he learned, I think, under Nick Saban in Alabama, is that he tries to stay away from rat poison. And by that, he means uh, he stays away from all the external factors. He doesn't listen to it. He puts it out of his head. 
and just concentrates on his business. What did Jalen say about, um, because we know that that Washington-Carolina game is really important, and if Washington wins, then the Eagles' playoff chances, regardless of what happens against the Cowboys, are, are done. What did he say? Because I know you and I, Merrill, we're going to be keeping an eye on that Washington-Carolina score. What did he say about that? Well, he said that uh, he, he really will keep it out of his mind. He has enough to focus on with the, with the Cowboys at hand, and he will just worry about that later. But he's, he, and all the players will tell you the same thing. Alex Singleton said it earlier that they have a game to play and they can't be thinking about what's going on in another NFL city. They will just focus on what they're doing. But you know what? They always say that. And then when the defense is on the sideline and the offense is out there, I guarantee you Alex Singleton's going to look up if they have a scoreboard that's within his sight line and, and check out the Carolina-Washington game. It's just human nature. Sure. It's, prob- it's really impossible to avoid as, mu- as much. They may not be you know, actively and, and proactively looking at the scoreboard, but it, it's probably impossible not to see the score at some point or fashion just by, just by circumstance, just by coincidence. Uh, Merrill, this is going to be Jalen Hurts. It's, it's kind of downplayed this week because of the playoff implications and so on and so forth and where these two teams are in the season. But it is Dallas week, and this is Jalen Hurts' first start in the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry. Uh, he's gonna, it's kind of a homecoming for him on Sunday because he's from Houston, Texas, and they're playing in Arlington, Texas. What did Jalen have to say about the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry and, and how much he knows about it? Well, he said that's one of the first things he heard here when he came in about the rivalry between the Eagles and the Cowboys. The truth of the matter is, uh, for Eagles fans, for the Eagles, it's a great rivalry. I'm not sure how the Cowboys feel about it because if you go to giant territory, they'll tell you that their number one rival is the Cowboys. And if you go to the Washington area, they'll tell you that their number one rival is the Cowboys also. <laughs> so it's, it's the Cowboys who have been getting on everybody's nerves for a long, long time. But all three other NFC East teams think of the Cowboys as the number one rival. Uh, you, you always hear the saying, uh, you know, the, you root for two teams on Sunday. Eagles fans root for two teams on Sunday, the Eagles yep. and, who, and whoever is playing. Whoever's playing the Cowboys. Whoever's playing the Cowboys, right, right. And speaking of them, Merrill, uh, I know that you've been following them throughout the season, and they are on a two-game winning streak. They are technically, and, and they are, I mean, technically may not even be the right word to use. They are ahead of the Eagles in the NFC East standings, even though the Eagles have a chance at the playoffs. Um, how, much, how much better is Dallas than what everybody saw in that meeting at Lincoln Financial Field? Well, they're better number one because Andy Dalton is back at quarterback. The Eagles faced Ben DiNucci in his first NFL start. He was very, very shaky, uh, had problems. But you know what? Andy Dalton is a solid quarterback. Uh, He can never win a playoff game in Cincinnati, but he took them to the playoffs and is a solid NFL quarterback. Uh, I wouldn't be happy if he were my starter. And I'm sure they would, you know, they'll be very, very happy when Dak Prescott is healthy and returns next year. But he's a solid backup. That's what he is. He's not especially mobile, but he can pick up a few yards here and there. Uh, He doesn't have the biggest cannon in the world, but he can deliver the football. He's a very decent football player. But uh, again, he's not elite in any way, shape or form. The Dallas defense was a weakness of theirs uh, throughout the season and the last time that the Eagles played them. Is the Dallas, has the Dallas defense improved at all? Yeah, they'd have to have proved somewhat 
but they're still not they're still not a great defense. Uh, they are a defense that you can absolutely run the football against. I think the weakest part of that football team is their offensive line. Mm. Uh, they have none of their starters. I mean, they're like the Eagles in the sense that the Eagles have mixed and matched all season long, and I think the Cowboys have been hit just as hard by injuries in their O-line. So do you think then, Merrill, that this is the week that Brandon Graham, who, who made the Pro Bowl this week and is having a very good season with seven sacks, is this the week that he finally gets his eighth sack? Yes, I do feel that it's the week where he finally gets his eighth sack, as I felt that last week, as I felt that the week before and the week before that. And, and he, he, he is due. That is for sure he is due. And, and, it, and for the Eagles' sake, it could come in no better circumstance than against the Dallas Cowboys in Week 16. But you the- know what, Dave? I have to tell you this. Uh, we talk about sacks all the time as a measuring stick for defensive linemen. But the truth of the matter is, Brandon Graham continues to play good football. He's been yeah. very staunch against the run. He puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Very often when you put pressure on somebody else, ends up with the sack. So it's not as if his performance has fallen off, just his total in that one area. Correct, correct. There's more to it than just, than just the numbers. And I guess I'll close with this, Merrill, because I am curious for your thoughts on this, because BG talked yesterday, uh, and there was a lot of uh, conversation, a lot of questions about him making the Pro Bowl finally, well-deserved making the Pro Bowl. Um, and you know, the, the reporters were asking him about his journey and his history and overcoming all the adversity he did with the Eagles throughout the 11 years, because it took him a while to really get going. Um, he was a first-round pick, number 13, if I believe, in 2010. The Eagles traded up for him, passed on Earl Thomas, passed on Jason Pierre-Paul, and he had to hear that for a long time before obviously becoming a Super Bowl legend. Mer- Merrill, I guess my question is to you, because I know you're a big, big Brandon Graham fan. Did you, when Brandon first started in his career, did you think that 11 years later he would still be here and, and be the, the, the legend, the Eagles legend that he is today? No, and I don't think anybody could have because he had so many injuries in the first couple of years. It's like Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett for a couple of years was hardly playing. Now, Brandon Graham played more than he did, but uh, you still felt that he was a talented football player once he could stay on the field for an extended period of time. But uh, he got over that. He did. He played with injuries. He had surgery a couple of years ago. Actually, at the start of camp last year, he wasn't able to go. And then uh, a few weeks in, he was back. But he had foot surgery uh, in the offseason or ankle surgery. So Brandon Graham has had his injuries. He's played with them. And he's been able to have a long, extremely productive career. And he's not done yet. No, he's not. He, and he wants to play. Uh, he wants to, his goal is 15 years. He wants to make, he said yesterday that his goal, and it's not the first time he said this, he wants to try to make it to 15. Uh, so he's got four more to go. Um, he got on that Pro Bowl wall, which he wanted to do. He's hoping for double-digit sacks, even though it's not the end-all, be-all. And he's, and he's going for 15 years. And another interesting thing that was brought up yesterday, uh, Zach Berman of The Athletic brought this up. And it's really not talked about that often. But in 2014, Merrill, do you remember a player by the name of Travis Long with the Eagles? Do you remember Travis Long at all in 2014? No, I don't. He was a linebacker, Travis Long. And... Hmm. Tra- Tra- Travis Long was 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 um 
He was impressing Chip Kelly's coaching staff. But Travis Long, when that 3-4 defense, which Brandon became an edge rusher in that 3-4 defense, Travis Long, unfortunately, um, got an ACL injury that knocked him out for the season in 2014. And Brandon feels, Merrill, Brandon really believed, and he said it yesterday, that they would have cut him in 2014. He would not have made the team if Travis Long didn't get hurt. Um, and of course, Brandon, Brandon said that, you know, it, it was very unfortunate that Travis Long got hurt. And Travis Long actually reached out to Brandon Graham. Brandon said the other day, Brandon said that Travis Long reached out to him when he found out about the Pro Bowl thing. But it's amazing when you look back and you think about it, that if Travis Long, who, who some fans may not even remember, made the team that year in 14, BG might not be an eagle at this point. He might not have been there to strip sack Brady in the Super Bowl. It's just, it's weird how things turn out sometimes and with, because of reasons that you don't even think of. Nothing Chip would have done could have possibly surprised me. <laughs> and, and I will end it on that. Merrill, uh, Merrill will get your keys to Eagles Cowboys tomorrow morning. Thank you for the time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.